Bridgerton season two is back. I'm not sure how long it's been back because I really wasn't checking for it. But when I noticed that it was on Netflix, I figured that my pain is your pleasure. So I'm going to go ahead and cover it. But I'm going to do it in the bookie way because uh, I have to in order to be able to look at it. So what I'm going to do is tell you my plan of action for covering season two. First, I will tell you that um, there's nothing to see here as far as the love interest. I will say this, that um, the eldest son who is next in line for the mother to sail off. Well, I guess you don't sell the boys in the, uh, you know, the Bridgerton society or what have you. But she needs him to get married so bad. She just he just has got to get married. It's just so um, annoying it's like baby how do you know he is going to be he is a man that likes to have I don't know options you do not go from whorehousing to being a husband and and many times he he reads off his qualifications for having a wife like you would read off a grocery list you want to make a um you know thanksgiving meal he is going to read off the ingredients. She's got to have childbearing hips. First of all, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get that it's a period piece, but childbearing hips, the fact that, you know, maybe I'll just move on. She's got to have childbearing hips. She's got to be respectable. She's got to be well-read. She's got to be this. She's got to be that. That is a boring-ass person, okay? Hey, you want somebody boring? You are Lord Anthony or whatever his name is. Um, so he's looking for a wife and the mother is looking for a wife for him. And the person that you can see that is painfully obvious is going to be his wife is an unwatchable character. Uh, that's the best way I can say she is smug and goodness gracious. I can't watch her. I watched episode one and portions of episode two until I came up with a game plan. Nevertheless, this lady is, um, She's from India and she's got a sister, but it's not really her sister, but it's her sister and hasn't told her sister that she's really not her sister. Hey, I don't really care about whether that's your sister or not. Mm -mm. So um, what I will note here is that the sister likes him and um, he should like her, but um he doesn't you know they they he and the older sister have a contentious relationship and all of that so the the younger sister she's watchable she seems like a pleasant person and I probably would watch it if it was between Anthony and the younger sister without the older sister I wish they would have just made the younger sister the love interest and I had the older sister they're they're they are jockeying the older sister up as and not even jockeying they're saying that she's um a spinster she's 26 and not married which in that quote-unquote society wouldn't be you know reasonable I hate Bridgerton okay so there we go with that um because they want to keep they want to keep what's you know pertinent to that time period without keeping what's pertinent to that time period what do I mean there is nobody from China that's going to be speaking in a British accent okay the girls that are like you know Indian or whatever they're not going to be speaking in a perfect British uh, pitch. I do realize that if you just lived somewhere, you're going to have the accent to your locale. Fine. 
But, you know, the older sister can't stop going on about how she hates the tea in London. It's like, okay, you hate the tea or whatever. But she's saying it with a perfect British accent. It's like, would you actually speak like this if you're from India? You know, um, Lord Anthony, he's literally interviewing girls for marriage and they're from freaking Japan and they sound like, you know what I'm saying? They sound more British than he does. And it's like, okay, all right. I mean, I see this as farcical as if they made a series that was in the hood and everybody in the hood had an Australian accent. You know, it's stupid. It is so dumb. And I can't. It is a joke. Julia, whatever your name is, the person that wrote this, Julia Andrews, Julie Andrews, whatever your damn. Julie Andrews might be the, the British actress that's, that has the voice of whistle down. So I'm not going to say that. But the person who made this series, your story is a joke. Okay. It is a joke. And this isn't a personal thing for you because I know that you took this because, I mean, the price was right. Like, you know, I do realize that there's that motivation for this. But when I saw season one and it was the abomination that it was, I was like, you know what? I don't like what they did with the show because the creative license was just like, it was just didn't, the Arthur was just like, you know what? Take my, take my story and just take a dump on it. Vomit on it. Piss on it. Do everything you can to just make my story not even make any sense. Make it not look nothing like what I wrote. Make my work not have, not be good enough. So that's what they did. They went and they just made it a farce. So I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in that story. At the end of season one, if you haven't heard that podcast, go back to it. If you want to know why I don't like this show. And I hear somebody saying, well, if you don't like it, then why are you taking time? Because I like the fact that you guys enjoy being able to come to Bookie and being able to take a load off and maybe vent a little bit of stress through my anger. No, but you know what? I'm not looking at it like that. At the end of season one, I realized that the only people that I care about was um, Penelope. And I thought that Eloise was an interesting character. And season two proves my theory. So this is what I'm going to do. I am only going to cover the parts about Eloise and Penelope because I don't care about anybody else. Now, I'm going to put a caveat in here because I'm going to still give myself an opportunity to rant. I still get to rant if I don't like it. Now, yeah, I ain't going to just be like, oh, this is good. No, if it's not good, it's just not good. But they're the only stories that I right now can stand to look at and um Eloise is probably short-lived but I will say this Eloise is a good actress I enjoy her quirk she is a quirky girl she does not fit in with the normal uh what you would consider a normal a woman with normal feminine wiles she is very off and I enjoy that because she's not you know she she makes people uncomfortable and I think that anything that can make this show uncomfortable for the people that's acting on the damn show, I'm down for that. Um, so what's happening with them this season? Eloise is being, um, she's coming out. She's up on the meat market. She's being sold to the highest bidder. Her mom wants her to be chosen as the diamond. Every year there's a diamond. Last year, it was her sister. I don't know why the mom thought that Eloise's awkward ass was going to be a diamond. Eloise 
she does not want to be a diamond. Even if she wanted to be a diamond, she couldn't be a diamond because she's just not what anybody is checking for. Nobody's looking for that. She She's witty. But as far as, you know, all that, mm-mm. So she didn't get the diamond. The little sister to the, the, the spinster got it. And I'm glad she got it because she was, I don't want to say she was a diamond of material, but she's so much more pleasant than that older sister. And I hope they come to blows or something, you know, but we all know she has to lose. Anyway, Eloise is up for sale. They're looking for a husband for her. She don't want no husband. She is not into that. She's too focused on the fact that Miss Whistledown, which is Penelope, her best friend, um, she's too focused on the fact that Miss Whistledown hasn't uh, progressed. That Whistledown is still in the business of gossiping and spreading it. And Eloise is like, damn, I expected her to, you know, elevate her game and start talking about some stuff that's relevant. Like, you know, why the hell do we have to be all courted and shit? Like, why, why do I have to be married and shit? Do I get to decide what I want to do with my own damn life? Like, why, why is my future wrapped up in some dude or whatever and i'm not even wanting to do that i'd rather go and read a book so every time they get an opportunity eloise escapes from all these old goofy ass balls and they go outside her and her friend and they you know frolic in the grass and just pontificating shit and the friend is miss whistledown she's starting to feel conviction because she's like happy that she's back to her old tricks and shit she's took a break from the little you know whistle down gazette and she's back at it again, but she's starting to feel convict, convicted, convicted, is that a word? Convicted. Yeah. <laughs> she's starting to feel bad because she's like, damn, you got a point. I am being all basic shit. I need to step my game up, but how can I do it? What should I be writing about? You can kind of see the conflict with Penelope as she thinks about what it is she has to do because Penelope um it's fat is that a word i can say on spotify spotify's got a lot of guidelines now guys and not sure if fat's a word i can say but i'm gonna keep saying it until i can't penelope is fat and regardless of the fact that she gets zero play when i'm talking about none when she goes to these little balls guys don't want to dance with her and i don't blame them because penelope girl you need to stop eating so much. You you know you too damn big. That girl's like 4'8". And she's huge. And, you know, it's not anybody's fault but yours that these guys are not checking for you. Eloise has a, a sibling. Her brother, he went to India over the summer or some shit. He went to India to, like, run through the, you know... I don't know. No, he went to Greece. He went to Greece to run through the Greek women and shit. And I guess he's done with that. So he's back now. And he's got a little goatee. And when he saw Penelope for the first time at this ball after having been gone so long, and you know, Penelope is just, when you say thirsty, her picture is in the dictionary beside the word thirst because she is parched. So when he say what's up, after he... Uh, unceremoniously told her he was not checking for her last year she's still in love and he he actually looks at her with forlornness he looks like he's um realizing the error in his ways 
And I just wish they would have allowed Penelope or nope, not allowed Penelope, told her as a condition of her contract that she had to lose weight. But, you know, shit would have been burning down in America and, and everywhere else if they actually would have made Penelope. I don't know. Let's see. Do her damn job. Now, you guys know how I am. I am shallow when it comes to visual media. Yes, because if you don't have a level of shallowness, you will accept them allowing anything to crawl in front of the screen and represent what is gorgeous and beautiful. And I'm sorry, I know people hate this, but there is objectively beautiful people and then there's objectively disgusting people, period, across the board. And as I always like to tell people, the fucking, you know, the, um, the exceptions do not negate the rule. Just because you big boned as they prefer or curvy with a nice attitude that does not cover the fact that in the off season you did not get your whole life let me tell you what you were supposed to do Penelope and the person who plays Penelope in real life you were supposed to go off season get your entire life I'm talking about get your whole life okay so that so much so that when you came back to the set to play season two that that boy would have been looking at you like I fucked up and he would have said it he would have ad-libbed that in the scene you were supposed to make his forlornness really mean something because i'm telling you for him to be like "Ooh, i realized i love you after i ran through all the greek chicks it does not make any sense none whatsoever because you nice and you cool and all that and we understand that there's more to relationships and physicality but um yeah no mm-mm you were supposed to get your whole life and i wish she would have done that but she didn't do that um so it'll be interesting to see you know her finally find some love or what have you you know whatever but anyway eloise um where i left off at eloise she was running around looking for whistledown because she realized that the paper that whistledown used has this emblem that only one stationary shop carries and it's like penelope girl you are slipping how are you going to get caught by a damn emblem that's so bright and obvious it's like this? It's like this red freaking stamp on the back of the paper. Girl, are you not trying? You're not even trying, are you? Okay. So, Penelope. Is it Penelope? No, it's Eloise. She ain't no damn fool. So, she follows all the clues and she finds the paper shop. And the guy that normally sells her her copies um, to Penelope, he's not there. His little paper boy is there, though. His paper boy is cute, but he's a cook, and you can see it all day long. Why? Because he brings out a crate of the damn papers, and he sends it, gives it to Penelope, and not Penelope, but Eloise, and he's like, um, she's talking all this stuff about trying to find Whistledown, and he's like, look, this is what you need to read. So he pick up a, a booklet, and it's, um, you know, phys feminism is us, or what have you, and he's like, read that, and then be quiet leave me alone but you could tell this is gonna be her love interest but he can only be a cook to her because Eloise is gonna be the feminist of ever of Bridgerton and because of that she can't have no husband that like you know what I'm saying actually wants her to be a girl he she's gonna have to have him be you know standing up to him I'm a feminist I can just hear that coming so I'm gonna reserve my ire for the even Eloise and Penelope because it's going to get on I can tell this is going to get on my nerves but those are the only two I'm going to check for guys I am going to fast forward through everything else 
just to look at them and see how that goes. Um, what can I say positive about it? Anthony Bridgerton has a gorgeous set of eyes. He is a very good looking guy. Unfortunately, I think he's going to be with a woman that uh, I just, I, no, no, no. How about no? Mm -mm. Nope. No. So that's what I think about that. Um, I'm going to keep going and bring you the season in a nutshell the next time we come because I should only have at most, you know, five or ten minutes per episode and I should be able to finish that up really quickly. I hope that I can expect you to come back for more. Yes, my pain is your pleasure. I am not enjoying this. Those who just cannot take it, I understand it, but I, I don't like it. But the more I don't like something, the more you guys seem to like it per my stats. So <laughs> thank you for joining me for another episode. I am your bookie and I will talk to you in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.